JM in the AM. Well, we promised you Rabbi Dove Kramer. Um, we're ready. We're on Facebook Live. If you want to see this conversation live as it happens, go to facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. Again, facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. Yoni Pollock is behind the camera. Rabbi Dove Kramer is here. He has had a, um, wow, an over three-decade career, right? That's correct, at WFAN Radio in New York. Hey, they gave you a nice gift for your 30th. I like that. And uh, you can hold that up to the camera, people to see. Um... And there it is. That's a little keepsake, that uh, a beautiful keepsake given to Dove Kramer upon his 30th anniversary of the WFA. It was a station's anniversary, actually. Oh, it was a station's anniversary. But you have been there since, since day. day one. Correct. Are you the only person who's been there since day one? Uh, no. Uh, Steve Summers is still there from day one. He was there day one? Correct. Uh, John Minko. Also day one? Correct. Anyone else? Uh, Ed Coleman was at the time. But now he's kind of CBS because it's with right. the Mets. So he's us and them, same company, but. Right. And that's it. Uh, I think so. Even in the back office? Even in the. Uh... Yeah, especially the back office. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone a long time. Yeah. Very nice. So you're a real New York radio veteran. But I did note minutes ago here on the air that we've tried to get you in studio countless times. Very difficult. Your schedule doesn't allow for it, frankly. And uh, the moment that this forum event popped up and we offered for you to come in, all of a sudden you made yourself available. So I, what... I did actually come in when you were still in Jersey. I remember that, yeah. And I've, a few times on the phone during right. the, the pledges. But... Correct. All right. Anyway, it's great to have you here. Uh, we'll talk about the event that's coming up. First, I did notice that uh, uh, you met Yoni Pollock, and uh, knowing his reputation as, a, uh, as an effective sports person, I saw you started to already investigate whether he's available. I saw that I, you started you started asking whether he's part time or full time here. <laughs> you wanted to know exactly how things work. I mean, you guys seem to always be looking for great personalities to pop up on your uh, on your sports schedule, your sports talk schedule, I should say. Um, anyway, good to have you here. I know that uh, you're in a good mood because the team that you uh, produced their broadcast for they won last night a big come yes. from behind victory. That would be the New York Yankees. Correct. Uh, you followed a long line of great executive producers for Yankee baseball. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some legendary names. After all, the team has been around for a long, long time. But this is radio, so I'm not sure how many they had that did it for uh, for radio. I don't know. How many years are you doing this, by the way? That part of it. Well, we got the Yankees. This is our sixth year. So I was doing it when we had the Mets. Right. And then when we got the Yankees instead, so right. the same things I was doing for the Mets, now I'm there for the Yankees. Does it matter to you if they won last night? Yes. It does? Yes. It helps everybody if they win. Correct. Besides the fact that, I, you know, I'm a Yankee fan myself, Right. but uh, it helps on a lot of fronts. People are excited Didn't you about grow the up in Queens? Yes. And you're a Yankee fan? Yes. As a matter of fact, when I was a kid, I was, I was in... in um, what year was it? It was 73, so I was eight years old. Right. And they mentioned the World Series. Right. My father is a diehard Yankee fan. Against the Oakland A's, I remember. Correct. Seven-game World Series. Right. I was trying my darndest, as any good kid would do, to rebel against my father and be a Mets fan. <laughs> and I'm rooting so hard, but I couldn't help it. And in my kishkas, the, you know, the, the aggravation, the angst, and the joy was with the Yankees, not the Mets. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, because I was producing the Mets broadcasts, right. so at home, if before I went out to learn, so I'd have the Mets games on to hear the broadcast to know what has to be adjusted, right. 
and the kids are listening to the Mets because it's on in the radio in the living room. So they became Mets fans. Oh, my gosh. Right. My father realized what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Sat them down. This is 2009, actually. <laughs> sat them down and said, you're Kramers, you're Yankee fans. Wow. And they switched, and they won the World Series that year. <laughs> I love it. I wonder if the Mets would have won that game seven in 1973 if things would have been different, if you would have I, drifted toward I, them. I don't, I don't know if, if sports fandom works that way. Yeah, I know. Unless you're a front runner. For, exactly. For real passionate fans, it doesn't work that way. Uh, Dove Kramer is here. And uh, what is your schedule like? Because it's not unusual for you to be up this early. People should realize that normally you're up. To be up this show, that's true. To be at davening at five in the morning is not normal. Right. So you davened Vasikin this morning. Right. But on a normal day, how does it work? People are interested. How a man like yourself, who looks like a rabbi and acts like a rabbi, in uh, the, sometimes in an environment like WFAN, with interesting colleagues, most of whom are relatively but, but, unfamiliar. But to be fair, most people in the real world have those kinds of issues too. They also are working with people who are who are different. Correct, but nobody's speaking about them in front of thousands of people. That doesn't change the interaction. Correct, doesn't change the interaction behind the scenes, but it could lead to some, I'm sure, some sensitive moments. There are times where I have to try to, you know, explain things, so I have to know how to articulate those things. So what's your day like? It starts in what way? So I get up, let's say, davening, let's say, will be 6.30 or 7, depends what time I And I that's get your to, typical mean, 6.30? Uh, 6, 6 uh, 6.55, actually, would be the, the, the typical. Okay, and that's in Passaic. Uh, correct. That would be, except for Monday and Thursday, yeah. obviously, but yeah. Right. After Minion, you head to New York? Correct. I get on a train, NJ Transit. Lovely, lovely company. And it's fast? Uh, well, you're if going it's to running down- properly, it's, it's fine. It's you're a- going to downtown Manhattan. It can't be that right. complicated. Right. So I'm, I'm a to the train schedule, obviously. It's, right. a, it's an hour five door to door. It is that long. Wow. Correct. Well, I'm taking the NJ Transit. You know, Goldie had the foresight to bought a house to buy one around the corner from the train station. Nice. Good move. Right. So I can I, I check the, the NJ Transit app. And right. I can see from the GPS where it's, when it's coming. Right. Four minute walk to the train station. Uh, get to Hoboken, path train, and a walk down Hudson Street from Christopher down to where we are a little south of Houston. And you have to be at work, what, 9 a.m.? Yeah, so the trains, if I take one train on the air about 10 to 9, or the train right. 9.15, depending on which train I take. Right, yeah. and, and you are officially producing what's on the air starting at 10 a.m.? Not producing. I'm in the control room. I'm actually running the board for that show. Really? You're the engineer. Well, they call it a board up. Right, Correct. you're the board up. Right. Um, but I'm doing things before that for other, right. for the show and for other things. So why, if they miss if they miss commercials or live reads, are they panicking that you are going to be upset? Because I'm, I'm no, you're the guy. Yeah, you're the guy. Yeah, the producers there take care of guests. They screen the calls. Ah. Um, they will hand the 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 info to you. Right. No, not hand the info. The the live reads to the to the host, to the host usually right. correct. In this case, depending who the board up is. So in many cases, the board up is less experienced. So the producer will say. We're going to do this live now. In this case, the producer says to me, which one should we do here? Because he sees that I can have an overview of the log. If we right. have, for example— You see the big picture. Right. So if we have the same commercial twice right. and they're scheduled only half hour apart, I'm not going to do it <laughs> when it's scheduled. I'm going to do better separation. Oh, right? I love this conversation already. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. All right. So, so that's your job. And that job lasts till 1 p.m. Correct. At 1 o'clock, you're no longer to board up. Correct. So and now you're doing all the post-show stuff that you well, need to do. Well, there's not much post-show because Ernie, who's the producer, will do the posting of the podcasts. Uh, me and him together will have to take care of any tape comes in. If, let's say, there's an interview to, to cut up for actualities right. or there's a, 
uh, press conference, etc. So uh, we'll have to take care, put that tape in the system for the anchors. Uh, otherwise, I'm doing things like uh, preparing for the Yankee broadcasts. Mm, like, like, that's right. I forgot. You got to uh, do that. Correct. Um, so I have like you got to prep the Yankee announcers. Well, just as one example. So today on my list, when I get in, I, yesterday I wrote the Yankee the Yankee history for today. Hopefully today I'll write two more. So we'll have for the two more days, and then each day I'll write a couple of them. So we have till the next week. That's a pregame feature. I'll also will based on last night's win. I'll probably put together a high package for the open for the for the game open for tonight. Wow! I also have to take care of the affiliates. The affiliates are are uh, how many hassle. affiliates are there? Uh, offhand, I would say hundreds, right? No, not hundreds. Uh, I would say probably a thirty. The thirty radio stations that carry Yankee broadcasts. You're right. Besides WFAN, so, uh, uh, Rabbi Dove Kramer is here. Dove is fine. Yeah. Davening Dove? Or? Dove. You don't like the whole Davening Dove? I don't like it. Just <laughs> not here. Not. Come on. It's way beyond us. Come on. <laughs> Dove Kramer is here <laughs> speaking about WFAN, and we will speak about what's happening at Passaic this coming Sunday. It's a big event and an important event. Plus, those of you watching on Facebook are probably wondering why Dove is surrounded by Svarim. It's not an unusual scene for him to be surrounded by Svarim, but in this case, he's being surrounded by Svarim that I have designated for him to look at this morning. We'll explain why. In a minute. I'm just trying to think what else I wanted to ask you. Yes, so who does what I believe is one of the most difficult packages to put together? And that is the Steve Summers opening package for his show. The, the, Am I right that that's one of the most difficult right. highlight packages to put together? It's not a highlight. It's a production piece. Right. That's Paul Ozum, and he's brilliant. And without someone like that doing it, it would never sound the way it does. Correct. Now he, he has, has movie snippets. Right? He has TV right. snippets. He has Correct. obviously game snippets, depending right. on what's going on. And, and it's all put together... And I would assume Steve Summer either writes it or or indicates for him, I need a list of these types of things. Well, before he... he usually he'll call Paul earlier in the day and say, this is the thing he, idea he has, right. and this is how I want it to, to come out to, with this point or these uh, aspects. And then Paul will take those guidelines and, and then do his magic and put together those pieces. You never worked on his show, did you, Steve Summer? Sure, that's how I started. My first shift uh, was the overnights. Did you have to do that type of stuff? Did you have to pull things like that for him or not? It wasn't as advanced as, right. as that. Plus, the software is much different right. now than it was back then. But um, and and was it easy for you to know based on that day's sports news what he'd be going nuts about that night? Because I'd assume I didn't hear last well, night's he, show. I'm assuming he went crazy about this ankle injury. I would guess, and the Mets yeah. in general. But right? he, he actually gets in usually. He's on let's say if there's no game, he's on let's say six thirty. Right. He's in at four o'clock with his yellow. Pad, the line pad, yellow line pad, writing his monologue, writing notes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. People don't realize. Different styles, different strokes. I, 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 I keep telling him he's got to save those pads right. to auction them on eBay. For sure. Right. Unbelievable. Real collector's items. JM in the AM Tuesday. If you want to see our conversation with Rabbi Dove Kramer, uh, go to uh, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, Facebook.com. Slash Nahum Siegel Network. We are here in studio. Uh, we got to get going on this event for Sunday because I got to be fair to Dove Kramer, um, who uh, came. Who came? Not because you want to do it. I do want to do it, oh, but, okay. I, I, but I, <laughs> you know, sometimes the sports conversations get out of control. You know, can't control myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I'm going to veer now to this farm conversation because this coming Sunday 
at the TIF, which I am told is a well-known synagogue in the Passaic, New Jersey. The full name is Teferet Israel. Teferet Israel, located at 180 Passaic Avenue in Passaic, New Jersey. It's a used book sale that's happening in their ballroom from 10 o'clock in the morning until 7 p.m. Call it used svarim, call it it used books of Jewish interest, anything in that category. How did this start? How did this all develop that this... This massive sale on Sunday, and it is massive, right? We've gotten to oh, a point yes. where there's a lot of stuff available. Yeah, actually, when I started to lay out what what's going on, you know, the rabbi Rabbi Cohen s- says to me, because the president wanted to do it like it had been done years ago, just a few hours for the community. Right. He goes, no, 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 this is this is much bigger. We have to have a, a lot more hours for it to be open. Um, is the shul filled with farm right now? Um, you can't you can't imagine. I would think that they're yeah. overwhelmed. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and and it doesn't stop. Last night, uh, Yadna Academy had seven ca- uh, cartons of books from their library that wow. they, they donated. So what I have here, and some people can see it on Facebook, what I have here is a good example of what people right. have done, right. giving you four or five piles of books. Well, this is a very, very good stuff in excellent condition. Right. I don't know if anybody can see. I mean, this is, you know, the resource of Rav Chumish, it's in brand new condition. Right. Because um, we get multiple things in this studio right. constantly from publishers. Right. So. So, and it, that works by us also, right. where, where people send us stuff because they want to promote it right. and they want to talk about it, which, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, as I told you before, like this is Ray Willig's book right. on, on Bishop of Shabbos, Shabbos right. which this is actually have, this is like in brand new condition. We have another copy also that came in in, in very condition. I don't know if you recognize this. We have it for the house <laughs> and our shelf that I bought a few years ago. Um, so it is this this... My time has been spent now organizing this to put it by right. category, but I haven't even gotten to the point where I can set a price for each thing. Right. So, by the, the way, I mean, I, a lot. When one thinks of used book sales, they think of relatively very low prices. It, Are we going just, in that direction? Yes. So you asked how it how it came about. Right. So there's this group on Facebook, which I understand you just joined this morning, right. uh, called Buy, Sell, or Swaps Forum. Um, and they, there was one night during the YU sale, they had one of their members, Henry Abramson, spoke at the sale, and people were going to go to hear him speak, and they had they gave him a 5% discount if he came for the event, but it was a bad weather night, one of those snowy nights, so the turnout was very poor. So there was some lamenting that no one who wanted to meet each other could meet, because right. I don't know if you know the, the culture of online groups, there's a lot of interaction online, but you don't know the person... In real life, right. so they try to have these kind of, you know, call it a, a uh, they call it some name they use when they get together in real life at a restaurant, etc. They wanted to do that, they couldn't because the weather didn't happen. So they were talking about doing something else. Somebody said, "Well, let's do a book fair," in the comments section, mm-hmm. and I said to myself, "Hey, you know, years ago, the TIFF had used book sales for like three or four years, just." which started there because they had stuff in their library. They wanted to clear out to make room for, for newer Svarim. So they had a, a relatively small-scale sale, but hadn't done it in years. I said, wait a second. If they're, gonna, if they're willing to do this again and the two can work together oh, to partner be, them, right. then this could be a really big event. So the, the first stage was that the TIFF was, was willing and open to the idea of having the sale again and to give them the credit – this is not a fundraiser. They genuinely are interested in helping what, what I termed old books find a new home. Right. Because um, you have, like, 
the, right now you have these farm, which are great farm, and they will be used. They will be used. People Correct. will use Right you. now, they were sitting because you had doubles of right. them, but now someone's going to take this home and learn what Solomashik said on, on, on Pesach, Sphir, and Shavuos because you just gave this to me. Correct. Um, so well, we know he's taking that one, Yodi. <laughs> that one's leaving the studio. <laughs> we don't know about the other 80 books that are here, but that one's going. Right. <laughs> By the way, is this unusual that, that it's being done this close to the sale? All your collection dates have been it, finished it, already? The, 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 the way we, I laid it out to start was that I had the collection happening before Pesach. Right. Oh, good idea. Figuring that people right. are cleaning for Pesach. They want stuff out of the house. Let's, right. let them, let, let's help them right. get this cleanup. They, people, you can't imagine how happy they were, how they thanked me just to get some of this stuff to make room in their own house. How happy would you be if I took Svarm out of the house? <laughs> the only house Svarm don't leave is the Kramer home. Right. No, I, guess I gave some stuff I know, also. I'm kidding. Um, in any case, we had three collection dates before Pesach. And then it keeps coming. You know, I missed it. Can I? Can I bring stuff? So you're not saying no to people. You're you're accommodating. I'm, st- them. I'm still correct. Right. Um, and it, it it blossomed from that perspective. There right. is probably ten times more that came in than I expected. But remember, folks, it's already Tuesday. It's this Sunday. Is correct. the sale? Uh, you want to be there between ten and seven. Don't bring stuff this Sunday. No, correct. No, Do not bring, bring anything this Sunday. Sun- right. Come and shop <laughs> and 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 get all these farms. I showed you somebody uh, contacted me yesterday asking if she can ship. Boxes right, from South Florida. Unbelievable. I said thank you, but I don't yeah, think m- so. Maybe before Pesach you would have thought of that, but not now. Even then, to pay the shipping, right. I-, I think it's, and this may happen because I've been contacted by a community in Queens about this. I think that uh, the way it has been successful to this point and how the, the preparation has gone, other communities can do the same thing. Right. If you're in South Florida, there should be enough stuff there to do the same thing to imagine. help. <laughs> right. And, and in Teaneck, they could do a good this. They could do this in, in Key Gardens Hills. They right. could do it uh, in, in West Orange. Yeah, a million communities. Correct. Um, what happens if uh, if you're going through a box and you find your safer in there? Then uh, how does Dove Kramer react? <laughs> Did well, you write a safer? Yes. Have you have you has you had that experience? No, you go, you're going through a box, no, you see your no. safer? <laughs> <laughs> Although you would love it if you saw it all tattered and used. That would be amazing. If right. you saw somebody who really went through your safer. Right. But, but I did, right, correct. I did write that very, uh, it's like more a contrast than a safer. Right. Uh, Lila, this was my mother, when, uh, after she passed away in her first year at site. Uh, I'll give that a plug. It's I don't make money, you know, it's on Amazon. Uh, Will it be at the sale? No. I, yeah. it's no nothing new. It's but all, it's on it's Amazon all, just looking for your name. In the books, books and search my name, you can see it right. there. It, the price is pretty reasonable. It's 660 <laughs> Because, right. because until they went to FM, they were only known as, as six sixty on the right. AM dial. And right. my boss, when I told him I did that, said yeah. to me, "You couldn't make it one one nine." Very good. But what, what I do cover there is if you look in in Pasha's Kizisa, uh when when Moshe broke the luchos when he died for Kleisrol after the Chet Egel, the tefillah that Moshe made to Hashem to ask him not to destroy Kleisrol. If you look at the straight reading of the of the Chumash of right. the text is that the tefillah happened before he came down with the lucha, with the first luchos. Right. If you see the same narrative in Parsha's Ekev, the tefillah happened after he was already down. So it, it, if just a straight reading is, and the Rishonim talk about this, so this is going through all the shittas, all the difficulties. Great topic. Yeah, Great so, topic. Right. So it's uh, it's like a, a, a very long Tvar Torah. That's why it's a country, nice. but, but it's a topic that no one really has covered this way, going through all the, the different ramifications. Very nice. All right, a uh, quick question about WFAN. 
You made a wedding. Were any of the WFN personalities invited or not? Did you specifically? They were invited, yes. They, they were invited. Yeah. Interesting. Um, any of them show up? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> you wouldn't remember that? Yes. You wouldn't? Uh, but, but but actually yes the, they did give gifts to the to the young couple any <laughs> any Jewish themed gifts or not yeah well John Minko yeah went to a Judaic yeah. store in Bergen County <laughs> no no he gave he gave a check but he gave it an, 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 a, a denomination of eighteen I love it yeah. Dove Kramer's here Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network this Sunday make time to be in Passaic at the TIFF which is Tiferet Israel. That's the synagogue at 180 Passaic Avenue. It's a used book sale with thousands, not, not an exaggeration, of Svarim and Jewish books on sale between 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. in the TIFF Ballroom. Yeah. That's only half the story, though. Yeah. Because what we discussed is the stuff that was donated to right. the shul right. to sell so that we can get these Svarim into people's homes that will use them and there'll be a little... Whatever, like we're, whatever, doing, like, like we're every, doing right, like right. Every single dollar goes to the shul. Right. There is also vendor tables. Oh, cool. Now, not just vendor tables. We have a few people that are you know, private collectors. They want to downsize, so they're renting tables so they can sell their own collection. There are some used book dealers that are taking tables. Um, one of them, for example, is in Tinek Arye Wiener from Geniza Books. You can go to his site. The, the link for his site is on the Teferis webpage. You can see if you go to the tiffpasaic.org on the top left there's a link for the flyer for the sale and you can look at the his online inventory if you email him and order it 20% off and no shipping because you can pick it up at the sale right Capital Farm if you're familiar with Capital Farm they have a location in Lakewood they have one in in Muncie they're coming with 15 tables worth of Farm that they're selling um, but here is what what to me is the uh the, the, the cherry on top that's it's unbelievable now this book is in perfect condition right right what would happen let's say let's take this one this one is OU press right what happened if this went back to OU press could they sell it probably not it doesn't look a hundred percent new right so it what's they, what they 99 percent new so it's what they call NQP not quite perfect Corin books is going to have a couple of tables there selling their NQP, their not-quite-perfect books. that Which are the average person is perfect. Right. Um, well, again, if you have a slight tear in the, right, in the paper saying, jacket, but, it's, right. but the, the, the safer itself is, is good, at half price or less. Nice. And they're also on that webpage. There's a, you can email... Yossi, Yossi at cornpub, I think it is, at gmail, Yossi at cornpub, yeah, dot com. But the, it's on there on the, on the flyer. You can pre-order stuff to make sure you can bring it with them to the sale and pick it up there. So, Unbelievable. You got every angle covered here. So if you, if, if you wanted one of their editions of the Steinsaltz Gemara, right. you, and they have almost every volume, not every volume right. that they have, it's going to be half price. For an almost perfect-looking safer. That's correct. Um, Yoni, we have the flyer on the app. Is it up there? It should be there, right? The flyer should be on the app. Those of you who um, who um, are on the app at the moment, we have the image of the flyer up there, and you'll be able to get the information from there. It's a web page. So it's an easy link. Right, otherwise, go to the Tiferet Israel. Uh, Tiffpasaic.org. Tiffpasaic.org. And it's all, all this information is there, correct. as you mentioned. All right, and again, it's happening in Passaic at the TIFF Ballroom, 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. this Sunday, 180 Passaic Avenue. Quickly now, 
The pile in front of you includes some amazing chumashim, right. some analysis of Megillas Esther, right. uh, a From, lot, uh, right. some some of the material of the Rav, as you mentioned. There's a couple of Koran books in there that are really solid historical biographies and analyses. Right. Everything in this pile, pile number one, I assume you are taking with you today. Am I right about that or not? Yes, but I will say, where did you get this? Do you know? I don't know. This is something that's sent out by a tzedakah mm. asking for donations. So the truth is that we have about a dozen of these that were brought in, and it's the kind of thing that is tough to decide whether to accept it, and I'll tell you why. Even if it's years later? Because that was sitting on my shelf for years. Right. So we, this is the 24th series, right? right? We have stuff from the 4th series, oh, from the 14th series. <laughs> so this really, I, I know that I'm doing people a big tova, a big favor by helping them so it's off their shelf and they don't right. feel the reason why this has gone so well is because they know it's going to a good place. Right. It's not, uh, so I'm going to package a few of them together and it'll be like $2 for five. Um, but it's something that there's a big risk that I'll have a lot of them left over. Right. And then what? And this is one of the big reasons why we want to get them moving, not just to get them into people's homes, but because the shul doesn't want to be left <laughs> with a library. That's correct. <laughs> Understood. All right, uh, pile number two. What do you, you see? Some good material in there because well, I know that. Uh... Right. I showed you this. Story. This is this is great stuff. A parish on the on the Mishnah that yeah. I have never seen before, which which looks very good. That's one volume, right? Is that one Masechta? What is that? Is that one Seder? Or one Masechta? It says three on it, so I assume. Oh, it's volume three of the set. Right, so it's Moed one. Okay, so I'm, so I'm assuming wow, that's good. there's two per. Like, yeah. Rome has two. Moed has two. Moed's very popular. Okay, good. It's right. one of the popular Shishas Sidre Mishnah. There's so, a Hanukkah book you're holding. Then right. there's a couple of biographies in there again. Right. So the, all this is good, but hey, look, look what's here again. There you go. That's the that's part of the uh, right the fundraising effort. Right. <laughs> Correct. But the stuff you have here, I mean, I like the fact there's a pile of. Seven of the same, somebody right. wants to promote their book. I don't even know what that content is, so you have to... Yeah. Rabbi Cohen actually is very careful. There's stuff that I know. donated. He said, you can't put this out. I, there's some stuff here that I think you'd reject for that reason. I was taking a chance, <laughs> Hope, hoping you take it out of the studio. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see what else is it. Now, when we say Jewish-themed books, uh, so obviously, you know, like we indicated, certain biographies, etc., are part of it, but I mean, are you? I don't. You're not taking cookbooks and things like that, right? Actually, people did bring cookbooks. What are you doing I, with them? I'm going to put them out to. You are going to do that. Yeah. As, as a matter of fact, the person from Yavne last night said to me, "You're taking cookbooks." I said, "We'll take them." So you have a, one carton of cookbooks for, that was in the library that we have. So, and by the way, those are going to sell anyway, so you may as well. Right. That's right. that's that's correct. Right. And those, I'm not worried about Seamus. Right. That yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. So you have cookbooks and you have Rav cookbooks. That's correct. As a matter of fact, I see you have one here also. Oh, too, I, mean, I couldn't possibly leave you without at least one Rav cookbook. All right. So the majority would you, you, and by the way, not just those kind of cookbooks, but also stuff from Masada Rav cook. Right, very good. More type of cookbooks. Right. The two yellow ones all the way to your left. Those are Hilchas Moadim. Those I would assume would be very popular. Those are laws of festivals. I, I guess we'll find out. I would guess. No, wouldn't that? Wouldn't yeah. that be something? I'm you want to, an update afterwards? Is how it well, I don't need an update. But wouldn't you say now that typically I, would sell really well? I would think I, I so. I would think so. So you have a couple of copies of those in there. Um, I'm trying to see what else we have for you. A couple of Haggadahs, I believe, with interesting commentaries. Oh, that's a great one. And again, the reason you have that in your hand 
is because is, we got multiple. This is just for those who, who don't see on the Facebook Live. It's called The Vanishing Jew. This is Michael Eisenberg's brilliant book of comparing the time of Miguel Sesta to today. It's wonderful, and the only reason it's in your sale is because we have multiple copies of it. Because right. So now instead of being on a shelf, hopefully exactly. somebody's going to— 100 percent, plus the shul gets to uh, benefit from well, it financially. Well, I think a person can read it and hopefully understand— the... Which one is that? Oh, that's the—is that uh, Joe Lieberman? Joe yeah. Lieberman, yes. Look at that. I'm probably, probably the only— Yeah, I'm probably the only one donating a book by Senator Lieberman to your sale. Although somebody, I think, did donate his other book. The Shabbos book, Gift of Rest? I'm not, no, not that. Maybe a biography? I don't remember. That's there was a book. Lieberman book that was donated. This is uh, the so there's some good material there. Is, is quality stuff. By the way, you see the safer that you that's underneath right there, that black one. Yisrach, now, that, Moshe? yeah, now that is that is something that because I, I never know with the and I want to use it's, the word. It's actually it's actually one of the fascinating things that you see. There's a person in the shul uh, who comes in to see what's what's you know right. since far. So he wanted to see what's been donated, to see what's out. He, he actually kind of used it as a reading library while it was being <laughs> uh, uh, going on. So this is the kind of safer that somebody spent time to put Chedushim down. Correct. And he saw how many of these kinds of things are were donated to the sale and right. said, this teaches me that I shouldn't write a safer. Be- yeah, go ahead. Because what happens, there's so many people writing Svarim, so it's not going to stand out. And this, by the but, way- But you would not agree with that, would you? I think that there are two aspects to it. So let's say in my case where I was uh, – for 15 years, I wrote a Wicked of Our Torah, which you carried on, right. on your uh, website. Right. So I spoke to people in the publishing industry, and it's, it works very differently now than it used to uh, in publishing. But he said that when it comes to Parsha books, everybody puts one out. So mm-hmm. there's no demand for it. So why would anybody want to – you know? choose mine over somebody else's, or even if they, they would, are they going to pay for to, to, for another Parsha book? Especially since I have it online, the original versions anyway, I have right. to do it. So, you know, what's the, what's the reason to publish it? But writing a Sefer, if, if, if you've written at all, when you write, it clarifies things in your head much more than just talking it out. So, so it's, it's worth, good for a personal achievement Plus, to do you it. Plus, sh- you can share it with loved ones. Right, of course. With there are people that are going to want to read and it. And there, there is some stuff that you you can't know. Somebody said, let's say, this, this safer, I'll, I'll probably put it down for $2. Right. Okay? Very nice. So someone's going to buy will say, for $2, let me see what this person says. And then he's learning the sugya, and he has a question about something going on, and he says, let's see what he says here. And all of a sudden... I'll understand Pshat in the Gemara or, or uh, something that he had fair. So you never know uh, what will happen that way, but the volume of Sfarim that, that people self-publish is very high, and it can like, give this person Kushadas that why would I put right. all the time and effort? Uh, but I think what you pointed out in terms of the personal achievement and that you understand the material better when you are able to be a Baal Masbred, you could actually right. put it on paper and explain it to people through the work of a safer of a book, is very important. Plus, I would add that in our community, um, we don't always follow, uh, or we don't, we are not as dominated by the concept of being goal-driven. You know, degrees and you know things like that that are in the general community. And I think that if people establish for themselves a goal like this, it could only enhance their whole learning experience. And for some people, it becomes like their uh, business card, right? Exactly. Or whatever it is. And, and my grandfather is known as the Alcott Levine. 
Now, I wish I had an extra copy to give you to sell, but we wouldn't put it in a used farm sale. We'd give it to the grandchildren, you know what I'm saying? But again, so that's something in the family it means a lot to know right. that, your, that your grandfather put his Torah right. down, that you you can learn what was going through his head when he learned right. that, that. You want to hear the greatest compliment we ever got? When I was sitting Shiva, so Rabbi Zlotowitz of blessed memory, and Rabbi Sherman came to be Menachem and we showed them my grandfather's Sefer, and we said, you know, we've always had this dream of translating into English. And they looked at it for about 10 minutes, and they said to us, this is so deep. It is such amkus. It is untranslatable. Right. And you have to be a real Talmud Chacham to right. get what's going on here. And I, right. we, we took that as the greatest compliment no, it, ever. It, it, it is true, because I, I was writing in English, and I can tell you, there's one piece I wrote a number of years ago. There was uh, I was learning at the time, besides working at FAN, I was learning in the afternoons. I remember that, right. Uh, in You're the in a Kolo, Kolo type thing. Probably, right. right. Um, and somebody who was in the yeshiva, a, a bacher, uh, went on a seed program to Australia and actually was wi- wiped away by a, by a wave and lost his life. And they put out a, uh, a Sefer Zikaron. So they sort of approached me and said, can you write a piece? You know, So I had written a, a series of, of pieces on the parsha and Baloscha, et cetera, about the Anani Kavod. So I t- took what I had tried to put on paper in English for those different Torah, and wrote it up in Hebrew, and it was included in this Sefer. And the difference of, of for, for, to understand the concepts I was trying to get across is much easier to understand in Hebrew right. than in English. Right. And, and there are people like, in Passaic, when they see my different Torah, they say, in English, it's hard for me to... To hop it. Right, but if it was in Hebrew, they would. <laughs> right, it's right. funny. It's on my bucket list. Uh, Dove Kramer, he is um, he's from WFAN, but in this case, he is he is one of the leaders of this incredible uh, used book and sforum sale that's happening this coming Sunday, 180 Passaic Avenue in the TIF, the Tiferet Israel Congregation, in their ballroom starting at 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. for nine hours this coming Sunday. Again, check out the website. It would be... Tiffpasaic.org. Tiffpasaic.org uh, for information about the sale. And uh, I'm sure. And, and I also want to say that for those of you who love Svarim and Baruch Hashem, there are a lot of people, I don't recommend joining Facebook. They're not going right. to get into But if you're there. That, right. I'm there for professional reasons. Once right. I'm there, I would try to take advantage of what's there. But if you are, are already on it and you're somebody who is a Yudea Sefer who loves Svarim, you have to join the Facebook group uh, Buy, Sell, or Swap Svarim because besides the kind of community that was de- has developed there, but also you can see what people have that they want to uh, sell to others right. that you can then f- – there's somebody in Lakewood who's yeah, sure. a couple of Svarim that, that he posted that I want. I, I, I don't have the money now because I'm going to spend money at the sale, right. but afterwards if it's still available, I'm going to get some Svarim from Lakewood from him. Right. Got it. Um, all right. The only we have to decide what we're going to do to Dove today. I assume we're going to tag everybody at WFAN about this and uh, and make sure they see the video. Uh, <laughs> let the people that you're producing are actually board hopping uh, uh, for later this morning. Let them uh, see your whole conversation about Svarim and get into it. You think they'll get into it? You think there'll be a, a line in our, in our in our in our conversation about Svarim or no chance? I don't think so. <laughs> And anyway, they do know that I've been distracted during the show because 
nonstop between emails and messenger, oh, etc. About people trying to join, want to be a vendor, they want to do this. Uh, and doing like this morning during the show, there's somebody who I don't know where he lives. He wants to be a vendor to sell his his oh, farm there. Funny. He asked me if it has to be there the whole day. Can he do it just a few hours? He said, if you rent the table, it's, it's your deal. You know, right. if they if they're a vendor, they're just paying us the small like thirty dollars a table for right. a small table. And you sell it yourself, you make all the money yourself, but you know, I didn't expect to have to deal with adding vendors this close to the event. Did you think of uh, bringing a WFN personality to do an autograph signing during the- uh, You're during... coming, right? <laughs> I'm all you got, huh, though? <laughs> well, in the Jewish community, you're, you're bigger. Uh, I don't know, Yoni said if you, bring, uh, if you bring Evan Roberts, it might be a, a bigger attraction. <laughs> and that always frustrates me, by the way. That I'm doing this for the community for over 35 years, right? But if you ask any guy in the community who they'd rather meet and speak to, it's Dove Kramer over at Alcom Siegel. Well, that's because they feel like they, they know you so well because you're in their houses, in their cars, in their, you know, that's part what of it them. Is. Look, you, you know as well as anybody the power of radio. The medium of radio is unbelievable. Yep. Um, and, and there's an intimacy that, yes, I'm not on the air, so people just hear my name, so they want to see what I'm like in real life. That that might be true, but you are already in their life. Wow. Yoni, are we accepting that? <laughs> we are. <laughs> he's sustelling he's if, in fact, that has any legitimacy to it. Because you know Yoni, if he saw, if he knew he could meet either me or you, he'd also choose you over me. <laughs> yeah, but he sees you every day. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network. You can see this entire uh, conversation. Rabbi Dove Kramer, thank you for stopping by. Sunday, enjoy it as so many people will be taking advantage of your uh, incredible idea of a Sfarim sale, used Sfarim sale in Passaic, New Jersey. It happens at the Tiferet Israel Ballroom, 10 until 7 this coming Sunday. Go to tiffpasaic.org. Tiffpasaic.org. The address is 180 Passaic Avenue, the corner of Boulevard in and Pisaic, the entrance is actually on Boulevard, but right. that's it. Yeah, you thank go. you. A pleasure. Um, I hope you have a U-Haul with you. Yeah, you told me you're bringing a carton for me. How am I gonna get this to the car? How come that carton never made it into the studio? I really thought I really thought I was gonna bring a box and do this thing, and somehow all this stuff got here, and I never really needed a box. But we're, what we're gonna try to do is, uh, y- Yoni, he's so resourceful. He's going to try to come up with a system to actually get <laughs> okay. these to your car because he has instructions that nothing comes back to the studio, <laughs> right. as you can Again, imagine. And that's all part of it. There's, there's a lot of angles to this. There's helping people uh, feel good about the stuff that they weren't using anyway, and this is part of it. Sitting in your, in, in your house or here doing nothing. Now, hopefully, people can learn Hashem's Torah that they wouldn't have otherwise had that opportunity from these forum. Plus, they also did some money for the shul and... Uh, Besides the giving of the svarim, knowing it goes to a good cause, those who actually get the svarim and they can uh, enjoy them. Any other Shomer Shabbos people at the CBS WFM? There is somebody who works at CBS, uh, Rifka Oppenheimer. Wow. Uh, she lives in Washington Heights, actually. Uh, Shomer Shabbos lady. Yes. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Has she consulted with you about how to handle management when you need Shavuos off? And they don't believe there's really a holiday <laughs> of Shavuos? They're good about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Are yeah. they good about it? Yeah. Because you know nobody there really thinks it's a holiday. It's true. It's, it's you actually, guys made that up? It's, it's a, you guys no, made that I, up? I will say this. This is, this is 100% true. Yeah. So my boss is Mark Chernoff. Right. right? So he's uh, he grew up in a conservative home. Right. So he knows a little bit. Religiously conservative. Right. right. Um, anyway, so we have had 
many discussions about he's trying to, to you know see how far I'll go right. you know if if I can stay in the Bronx to be like he's there for over Shabbos he's asked those kind of questions but he he did say what's this eighth day of Sukkot we only have seven days <laughs> I love it that's yeah. great and I will tell you this about Mark just yeah. just so you know I, I don't I hope no one's going to be upset that I'm revealing this year he, Mark was uh, the boss at K Rock when Howard Stern was there right. He was was the fan when Imus was there. He's right. the only person I think that was worked with both. Correct. Right. He forced Howard to take off Yom Kippur. You're serious. Correct. And that that part I don't mind saying. Here, here's where I make it in trouble. Howard thanked him because now instead of saying I asked for it off, he can say my boss made me. There's a schuss in that, as you would agree. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I love that. I thank you. Okay, thank you. Good luck on Sunday. Thank you. Hopefully, I'll see you. Bezrat Hashem. What's our schedule for Sunday? I gotta find out. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, okay. we're doing a remote, right? Doing the show from. from the... <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> that brings some wireless mics. Interview people. What do they see that you like? <laughs> we'll find the most obscure safer. That'll be our goal. We'll make it into a little bit of a game show. Uh, my thanks to Dove Kramer. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard. On listener-sponsored digital radio around the world, on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.